one and we are recording with the one and only mr jeffrey prather who i think to date you've probably made me laugh harder than ever on a show we did where we were just kind of whatever just yelling about this that and the other thing and you just said it so nonchalantly you go yeah and then the metrosexual coasts and something about that is still one of my favorite terms I've ever heard in a thousand, a thousand eighty episodes. It's still, oh, I, I, I just, I always think of that. It might have been Ed Morales. You were just going on and on. You go, yeah, and the metrosexual coast. I, just, I laughed so after, hard after the, the metrosexual coasts fall. Yes. Yeah. Something like, just, cowboy, Briar, redneck, hillbilly. The term uh, is just so great. Yeah. The metrosexual yeah. coast. Um, but um. <clears throat> For anybody that's listening who doesn't know you, I can't imagine how they wouldn't know you as your show and your following is is oodles larger than mine. But I guess for any of my audience that doesn't know you, Mr. Prather, could you please uh, give everyone a, an introduction to yourself? Uh, I'm a retired special operations soldier, served in PSYOPs, 7th Special Forces, um, ex-DEA special agent, uh, and uh, uh, snowcatch special operator, whistleblower, fired. 19 years on the job, and I was also a defense intelligence agency um, officer uh, as well. So turned whistleblower and started doing all this, and Joplin, father, teacher, martial arts master, been doing martial arts since 1967, had a dojo for 33 years now, uh, firearms instructor, uh, used to publish a lot in SWAT and all the magazines, and um, uh, taught literally tens of thousands of uh, military units, sometimes units as large as 600 in close quarter combatives at uh, Camp Shelby. Um, so that's kind of my story. Yeah, so total badass. And uh, I'm here in slippers. So as you can imagine, I might value Mr. Prather's take on the Chinese spy balloon more than mine, as I've got my cozy little blanket and he just told you how much of a badass he is. So with that, Mr. Prather, so... It just I, I I'm always I'm always hesitant when something happens and there's such this immediate dichotomy left right the right's you know Biden's senile the left's it's just a balloon the conspiracy is is it, the CIA hijacked it or or it, whatever the balloon doesn't exist or this happens all the time or this is no less of a threat than Sputnik or what what is it maybe my brain has just been cooked by the last three years of COVID bullshit. But I just don't accept anything at face value anymore. And that just might be my own descent into madness. Who knows? But your thoughts oh, on good. all of this. <laughs> well, the first thing I'd say is Biden isn't senile. First of all, there's lots of different doubles. Um, yeah. But all that I say that all that's an act. That's an act. So that you'll talk about that as opposed to really what's going on. Yeah, because probably. one time he's falling down Air Force One steps. And the other time he's walking backwards while talking to the reporters. So yeah, those two things don't make sense at all. Um, yeah. So I, I think that is all uh, an act as an excuse for the engineered evil. Yeah. But um, but for the balloon, um, so uh, I don't think that the Chinese informed uh, America that they were going to do the balloon simply because when you're running intelligence operation collection operations, you don't tell the enemy uh, about it. Uh, and I don't think that the uh, corrupted military and DOJ would want to know about it anyway. They like deniability. But the first thing that has come out, um, uh, so I so I don't think this was a planned 
uh, side. I think it, it was in a, collect, a collection effort. And so you got to understand the collection efforts that are going on. So we're in what I call a fifth generation warfare, which is biodigital and high on information influence operations, psyops, and low on kinetics. There's some kinetics, there's killing, but there's not a lot uh, of that. And third generation stuff is irrelevant, except when it's Putin and Russia coming after uh, Ukraine. So the kinetic, so the biodigital is the phones that everybody carries, which is why you should have a Faraday bag, which is why I sell a ton of Faraday bags. But it's also the jab, the non-shot vaccine jab, and the uh, boosters, which are the updates of the operating system. So it's right next to you in your phone. It's inside you with the jab and boosters. Then it's in the smart um, street lamps and thermometers and light bulbs. Uh, then it's then if they really want to look at something, it's in the planes uh, over the uh, Arizona audit or Uvalde which is in my day, what we were doing in tier one special operations intelligence um, stuff there, SIGINT, MASINT uh, stuff through, um, I don't know if you know Blackfin or Stingray. But I've heard those Stingray, those yeah. Devices, th those devices uh, of that. And then beyond that, uh, it gets into uh, satellite. But in between there, there's this space, there's a, there's a kind of a dead space and the balloons fill that dead space. And so uh, on the border, uh, Customs and Border Protection have blimps up there to what they mm -hmm. used to watch illegals. Now they're facilitating uh, illegals. But that that uh, that area space, they want total global surveillance from internally to uh, externally. And so I say the war is inside us and above us. Uh, and so that's what they're trying to fill in with this. But the but I don't think the Chinese told. Um, uh, us and I think they probably got it from us, just like they got the jab originally, the bioweapon from Dietrich to Harvard to Canada to Wuhan to the mm -hmm. military games. Because a couple of years back, or no, last year, uh, DOD had um, balloons over several states collecting uh, data on Americans. Uh, so, you know, we're usually leading all this, you know. We we trained the Zetas, you know, uh, you know, we trained uh, everybody that turns against us. We trained and armed, sometimes accidentally, uh, sometimes uh, purposefully. But the real takeaway here is I don't think that the Chinese told them that they were going to do this. But now we find out that the DOD had already run balloons against us. And we find out that, uh, well, there's a debate here, but I don't think there's any debate that uh, they said, well, there were there were Chinese balloons that came out under Trump. And Trump goes, well, I didn't know about them. And then the DNI, and you know, I used to stand outside the DNI's office on a regular basis, uh, said, well, um, I didn't know about them. And then we hear that Mattis says, um, well, we knew about him, but we decided not to tell Trump because he was too provocative. That's from Mad Dog Mattis, mm -hmm. uh, who's really not, that's not the way he really is. He's actually a very careful thinker, but he, like Miley are traitors. They were not loyal to their commander in chief. They were not loyal to the constitution. They were, however, loyal to the deep state, which is part of the global cabal, which is controlling this international uh, military uh, elite. Because generals, most generals, you know, people, and you know, and I know generals. I mean, I know General Flynn. You know, and people like, oh, General Flynn, like, well, generals are politicians for the. There's a couple mm -hmm. really outstanding generals. You know, um, 
but most of them are just politicians. There's only a few of them that are really, you know, grants, you know, or patents and and generally they're not liked in peacetime, you know, in peacetime you want a paper pusher yeah. in wartime you want, you know, a hard drinking, you know, hard fighting guy like Grant or, or Patton, you know, assholes basically, yeah. you know, you, yeah. yeah, so they're, so they're, so if they're competent assholes in wartime, they're great, you know, but if they're incompetent assholes in peacetime, then you got really, you know, no use for them. Yeah. So I think that um, the balloon is an inflection point um, showing the uh, dominance of uh, the global cabal in league with uh, China, but it was turned against them. And I think that's real important because um, the military is losing uh, its credibility. And, the, and uh, the American people you know, don't believe in the Congress. They don't believe in the government. They did believe in Trump. That's kind of debatable now. Uh, but they've they have since Vietnam really appreciated us us veterans, um, and now while they still should uh, appreciate the veterans, you know the the chain of command the generals are what we've always known generals to be is either pretty political or incompetent or uh, even corrupt because the military industrial complex has morphed into the biodigital intelligence complex. So, and we see that because we see an Air Force and I just had on my show, uh, I got a special bottle of uh, horse soldier bourbon here signed by, have you had Sergeant Major uh, Vince McKella on, on your show yet? No, I have not. No, you haven't. Uh, I know. So Vince McKella, you have? No, I have not. You no, have not. no, you've won up me. So, he, so he's the one, he's the, he's one of the comp sergeants on ODA 595, the Green Bray horse soldiers that went in. And my wife is like, you're a little starstruck. I'm like, yeah, I'm a little starstruck because, <laughs> you know, they, they changed, uh, they changed complete doctrine and won the war, the first Afghanistan war within weeks, but then big army and big everything and big seals and big Navy come in and, then it morphs into Iraq and then we lose it on purpose, you know, and then we see the most ridiculous, but it confirms what I say all the time is an F-22 Air Force pilot and the Air Force guys would not go low enough to support a, uh, ODA 595 on the ground. The Marines and Naval aviators would, but the Air Force guys wouldn't. Uh, F-22 Air Force guy uses, uses a Sidewinder missile to shoot down a balloon and then goes, take kill. <laughs> I can I haven't heard the jokes yet but I know I will and they are coming that is pathetic and I, that is that's one that's that one, just, it just shows how irrelevant fifth uh uh kinetic war uh, war weaponry is in fifth generational conflict uh, it really is that just ele elevated this the the Chinese uh, psyops, but it also showed our, over our vulnerabilities. So it's a it's a really good inflection point, and the reason that's so important is the enemy learns after every engagement, uh, and the enemy has learned in fifth generation psyops that you don't want to have inflection points. So the Alamo was an inflection point because Houston goes remember the Alamo, uh, you know three hundred. Thermopylae was an inflection point because everybody remembers the gallant sacrifice of the 300. 
and then Day of Infamy uh, and the burning videos of the Arizona uh, are inflection points. The planes flying into buildings are inflection points. So the enemy goes, no more inflection points. We're still not sure if COVID was manufactured for and cleavage clearly. It, it's been, you know, we're sure. And then all the kinetic kills that are happening, uh, they never really identify them. They never really follow up on them. There's no investigation. You know, on my show, I showed that the clip of the, the guy, the Ramos going to Ovalde school was everywhere. But the seconds right before that, where there were two guys standing there watching him with an army plane that had just flown in, which to me is a signature of, of uh, special operations intelligence of controlling him, there's no inflection point. And then the lesson there was, hey, a bunch of guys with guns can't stop one guy with a gun, so we don't need to have guys with guns. But the balloon has become uh, an inadvertent inflection point. Uh, and that's important that we exploit that to wake more people up. Uh, so that's a long-winded explanation of what I think of the balloon. No, that was that was brilliant. I had never yeah, it's right. That's like the argument behind, you know, uh like bin Laden, like, oh, we threw him in the ocean, so there's nowhere, there's no, you know, shrine or or holy site. And then there are people that say that it didn't happen. But regardless, it's the idea of the inflection point. And on on the note about the F twenty two, yeah, I, I watched the video of it yesterday and it was the same thing. I was just watching it and I was just like, This is so pathetic. You just the person filming it's just like cheering, and I'm like it's a plane shooting a sidewinder at or whatever at a balloon. And I'm just like, this is man, this is this is like some seeing somebody wearing you ever seen that picture of a of a fat guy wearing VR goggles, smoking a cigarette, sitting at a booth in McDonald's, and you're just like, What the fuck? <laughs> like I just that's the imagery of an F twenty two shooting. But it's also a brilliant point of what you said, aside from just, you know, being depressing, is yeah, what a showcase of the of how warfare has evolved and left behind not totally but kinetics it's it's not that it's not it's... Well, the, so again the the chinese the only thing that's special about the chinese is they realized they weren't going to make the same mistake as the nazis and japanese and like nobody can take the american warrior head on nobody if we are at our peak nobody can beat us because of our love for life and freedom we are the world has never seen our equal, uh, period, in any regard, because we love life and freedom so much, because we'll give the country back. Um, there's the there's the I forget his name, but there's the the World War II pilot who's hanging from his parachute, and the zero comes in to strafe him. He pulls out his 45 and shoots the 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 Japanese pilot in the between the eyes. I mean, they recovered him later. It's a true story, you know. Really? That's. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You can look it up. I can't think of the guy's right name sure. name right now, but he's like never out of the fight. That that is the American fighting spirit that will return. It's just not going to return through the military because all of us we're not going to have our kids join this corrupted bunch of pedos. Yeah, uh, yeah. And we're still warriors. We're just not going to. We're just not going to do this. Yeah, uh, and and then they get the they get the trannies and the metros and and then who wins that fight? Uh, the parent, and so there, I got a new T-shirt. You're gonna cut out who win? It's a war between parents and pedos. Who do you think is gonna win that fight? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, a bunch of a bunch of trannies with myocarditis. Like, yeah, man, I ain't I ain't betting on them. Like, yeah. 
I don't know. So if it wasn't meant to be an inflection point, if that wasn't Oh, this is actually I forgot, I forgot about this. I wanted to ask you this. About uh because I read that this morning, General Mattis not telling Trump because he is quote too provocative. Is that is that the definition? And I'm not even trying to be like sly. Like, is that is that treasonous, or is this just a? Am I still, you know, am I a child and haven't realized that you know the rules are different at the higher levels? It, it's blurred. I mean, is it something where like, yeah, like civilians die? Like, if you went to if you went to Eisenhower and was like, oh, we're killing civilians in Germany, he'd be like, yeah, it's war. Like, is is this something that is kind of like grow up? Like, no, it it is more well, of a no, no. I, so I okay. don't think Eisenhower would. I don't think Eisenhower would have killed civilians purposefully. Sure. Like I, if you've ever seen Ike, there's a great movie called Ike Countdown to D-Day. Tom uh, Selleck plays him and they go, hey, uh, the, there's going to be seven out of 10 casualties. 75% of the paratroopers are going to be casualties. And he goes up, we got to send them. I got it. And then he goes down and meets the one-on-one guys to say, you know, oh, man, I'll, I'll. so yeah, you got it. There's things worth dying for and there's things worth killing for. Um, but I don't think Eisenhower would ever do that purposefully. So Mattis, and I remember a couple of years back where I was talking with some of my former warrior school instructors, all veterans, rangers, ranger battalion rangers, um, and they were all for Mattis. And I'm like, Mattis is saying, stay in Afghanistan. Do you know your history? Uh, you know, again, ODA 595 and triple nickel 555 won that thing in weeks. Okay, now let's get out. Nobody wins ex You can't hold the terrain. The human terrain is defined by the physical terrain, and they, those are hillbillies on steroids. They're, you're never going to, they are, they are Irish, Scottish, Highlanders on steroids. You're never, ever going to hold that. The British couldn't hold it. Alexander couldn't. If no. Alexander couldn't hold it, you ain't going to hold it. So get in there, kill the bad guys, get out, come back every spring, kill some more bad guys, you know, that's all that needed to happen, but but it turned into a military-industrial complex, and the new military-industrial complex is what I call the biodigital intelligence complex, which mm -hmm. is uh, carry the carry the uh, device, ingest the device, have the device everywhere, so we can track all your behavior patterns, you know, all the time. Uh, and the the Chinese are like, well, we we want some of that too. Yeah. Um, and, and we're trying to do that, too. Uh, and then beyond that is the global cabal, uh, which doesn't want any nation state borders. Uh, so eventually, you know, Schwab will fight with Xi, who will fight with uh, Putin. Um, and all of those guys will fight uh, each other. Mm -hmm. uh, but but there's no I don't think there's any naivete uh there i just think that um the uh america has gotten like rome became rome originally was very strong and tough they were great soldiers they were great engineers and uh, we were like that uh after world war ii and now life has gotten so easy for us and everybody's so fat and lazy uh, that we are now corrupted like like Rome, but we'll we'll win the same way Rome uh, was won, and that goes into um, the revolutionary strategy of early Christianity is to out love or out moral 
the corrupted republic. That's a whole kind of another discussion. But um, it, could you could you flesh that out a little bit? <laughs> well, so uh, uh, Yeshua, Aramaic name of Jesus, uh, predicts everything that's going to happen. Uh, praises the centurion uh, who says, "Hey, if you tell if you say my servant's cured, he's cured." The veteran, I always say that in my veterans' uh, speeches, but they couldn't be outfought, so they could be outloved. So, uh, if you're a Christian, you know the story probably where Yeshua says, Hey, if someone asks you to go one mile with you, go two. So, that was actually a Roman edict. So, if you see the Roman soldiers, they're carrying all their gear on the end of their pilum, uh, just like a hobo would, because you don't have the weight. But when you're walking along, at the end of the day, you got to dig your trenches and put up your stuff. And so you could say, hey, citizen, carry my stuff. Uh, just like they carry, they grab somebody to carry Yeshua's cross for a while. So Yeshua says, if, a, if, they, if the enemy asks you to carry his stuff for one mile, go to do more, outlove them. And so as the Roman Republic becomes corrupted over 300 years, uh, as it falls longer than we've been a country, Christianity begins to build. Oh. And so, you know, I, I founded, you know, the chaplaincy. Chaplaincy is based off Capella. Capella is based off of cavalry because St. Martin de Tours is the first chaplain. He was a Roman cavalryman, but a Christian. He was a Christian because he played, his father was a uh, Roman officer. He said, hey, you're going to the Corps. He goes, yes, dad. But he was playing with uh, slaves' kids who were Christian and they weren't corrupted, fat, nasty, evil kids, and he liked him, and he became a Christian. And so it, um, he says, I'm not going to fight. All early Christians were pacifists. Now, I don't think Yeshua was a pacifist, but that's how they interpreted it. But you you can watch uh, Rome begin to be uh, changed by a higher moral standard, which is Christianity. And that comes about with St. Martin de Tours. And then later on, before uh, St. Martin, there's Spartacus, who's a great gladiator, but he loses, uh, and um, you know he's uh, all his guys are crucified on the streets of Rome. So kinetics doesn't work, um, but uh, but out loving them did. And then later on, when the Visigoths come to take Rome, then they need the Christians. They need the Christian uh, Roman soldiers. Uh, now Christianity gets corrupted in the Holy Roman Empire, Catholic Pope Caesar, all that kind of stuff, but um, if you're going to do hard things, uh, like I'm sure you've seen Hacksaw Ridge and heard about Desmond yeah. Doss, yep. who may be, you know, of, of us who study courage, he may be the most courageous of all. Yeah. Because he goes, he goes, I'm going to go into combat, but I'm not going to use a weapon and I'm not going to touch a weapon. I'm never going to use a weapon. That's, and he's following Yeshua. He's following Chris as he interprets it, Christian doctrine. Well, does it work? Well, hell yeah, it works real, <laughs> works yeah. unbelievably well. So does, is it proved out? Well, yeah, it's, it's proved out. So later on, uh, as we are overcome by these barbarians um, who are coming to kill us, who are coming through the borders, and they are, those are the ones that are going to kill us, not our American troops. American troops are not going to kick doors. It's all these aliens coming through the border that have no connection with us. They're the ones who are killing us and are going to kick doors. Uh, while the police do nothing. Um, there's going to need to be a moral, uh, uh, a hardcore 
group of warrior protectors with a strong moral base. And that is the, the next evolution uh, of American Judeo-Christian natives uh, that will die and kill to protect. So not to go all like hallmarky motivational poster, but it's kind of the, it's like the idea that the caterpillar has absolutely no concept of the butterfly, even as it's wrapping itself up in what appears to be death, but it's birthing something new. And I know that's kind of like cheesy and shitty, but maybe, <laughs> maybe that's what there is to look at is like, yeah, it's a bunch of pedophiles and they want you to have blood clots, you know, you know, 10 feet long in your veins and they're pedophiles and they praise Satan and they're raping the border and destroying the U S dollar and, you know, just about everything else. But are well, we some, coming something? Some, else? some will have to be sacrificed. It's a, and so how, how this happens with civilians is they take the Christians into the Colosseum and I've been to the Colosseum and they start burning them alive and eating mm -hmm. them by lions and cutting them. And the Romans start and so the Romans are like the Japanese. They like blood and sex. And if you can mix them together, even better. And so they're, uh, they're watching these guys. They're like, wow, these Christians, these guys are hard. They die well. And, and that starts to change everything, as opposed to infecting the crowd. When you watch something like that, when you're watching a little girl get, a Muslim girl get stoned or something, even if you don't th throw a stone, you're being infected because you are part of it. But, it, but this is the antiseptic to that. And the more you see, um, so the modern day Christian martyrs in the Colosseum are the J6ers. Okay. And they have a problem with those guys because they're turning into inflection points, even though they're trying to kill them off and, and they're doing podcasts from you know inside the prison. And I've had Jeremy Brown, my SF friend on many times, and he's all, you know, he's like, yeah, I ran for, I ran for office, didn't win. But I have more status in here among the because I ran for office. So there is we're laughing about it. And so you can't that's real power. You can't fight that. Yeah. Even if you kill them, even if you lock them up, you can't fight. That's power. That's not force. They're trying mm. to use force. They're trying to pretend they have power by using force. That's not real power. Mm. Power is Desmond Doss. Hey, I'm going to go into the worst combat and I'm never going to touch a weapon and God's going to get me out of this. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. is unstoppable. Yeah, and Desmond Dawson. That's where all this is heading. Yeah, right. I mean, there are stories of, you know, at the beginning, all the soldiers were like, you know, like, the fuck you aren't picking up. Like, they hated him. And then as it as it developed, they then became viciously protective of him. Like, he was the golden yeah. boy. They're like, this guy, is, he's got balls of steel. He's running into machine yeah. gun fire and just, yeah. No, like it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a great point. It's been proven. It's not some pie in the sky idea. It's not, you know, not real oh, no, communism. It's, it's, it's real. No, no, it's been proven over and over again. It's just yes. that it's not taught today. So if if you just look at the mathematics, Russia seventy five to one hundred million dead. China yeah. or China seventy five to one hundred million dead. Communist China, Russia twenty five to thirty million dead. I mean, it's real clear. But if you look at the the real, if you look at the World War II totals of the of Russian deaths next to Nazis, the real number, I think the, the, the false number is like 25, but the number I've researched is about 45 million. So, uh, so the Russians are not going to tolerate Nazis. Everybody yeah. 
remembers in Russia. We yeah. don't remember. We wasn't uh, Nazis. We had Nazis walking around Arizona farms. Yeah. Uh, but the Russians have a whole different memory. So the Russians are in this to win this, and they are not. He's got volunteers coming. Yeah. Ukraine will never win this. Yeah. Uh, and and as all that happens, uh, Russia is getting stronger and stronger. Uh, the West is getting uh, weaker, and that means WEF is getting weaker. Weaker. All of that is is happening. But uh, you you've seen. I don't know if you've seen you've seen Hacksaw Ridge, but I don't know if you've seen Emperor. No. Uh, which is uh, Tommy Lee Jones and post-war Japan. So there's a series of movies I tell people to watch if they want to understand this. Um, uh, and the first one is Court Martial of Billy Mitchell, Gary Cooper, where he predicts Pearl Harbor and they court martial him for it. Um, and they laugh at him because he predicts Pearl Harbor. Uh, and then there's um, Tor Tor Tor, which is Tiger, 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 mm -hmm. which is two films, Japanese American, shows all the screw ups, intelligence works, nobody pays attention. Then Midway, the new one is the best. Then Gallant Hours with James Cagney about Halsey, uh, showing how he walks the ground. Uh, and he's, and he's, he actually kills Yamamoto with intelligence. Yamamoto and he are trying to kill each other. Uh, and uh, But he gets on the ground and he actually sends some of his captains out to die. And they go cheerfully. And, they, and their whole ships go down with them. But then the last movie is Emperor, where they're in post-war Japan. And they're trying to decide whether to um, charge the emperor, who's a god, mm -hmm. Akami. And at the end of the movie, uh, and it's based on real life, they sit down and he and the emperor, after they shut the door, he shakes hand with the emperor, you're not supposed to touch the emperor, closed the door to meeting with MacArthur. Uh, and, but, the, but his aide is, is looking through the doors and then the emperor stands up, Hirohito stands up and says, uh, you know, I want to take all the punishment on me. I don't want Japan to suffer the punishment. I wanted to all follow me. And uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Brian MacArthur goes, well, thank you. Sit down. This isn't about punishment. I need your help to rebuild Japan. And the emperor is just stunned. Well, this is a Judeo-Christian native ethic based upon moral base that brought him to that, that we will fight, kill, and die for freedom, and we'll even rebuild countries. That requires a moral base, a moral code. But if you engage in that moral code, you become unstoppable and so you you have a lot of really tough guys on this show delta guys and um you know and i don't know them all but the ones i've known all have high moral codes oh yeah they are they are just as physically their their spiritual emotional code matches their physical the ones i've known i don't know about yeah. the ones you know I, you know, I, I saw something, uh, what's the guy you have on? Uh, there's a Delta guy, uh, Dale, Dale Comstock. Dale. Yeah. And I saw something, I think a show of yours where he was talking about, there was a guy who went through, uh, selection and he broke both his legs. Uh, and, uh, they then sent him to a horse doctor and he took like a year and a half or something to get back, but they waited for that guy. Cause he was the right guy. And I went, I heard that little clip because I don't have time, but I, but I remember I tell a story where I was with seventh group and I was making a jump in St. Mary Glees and I broke my, my leg and I got up and walked away. And I said, but nobody went like, wow, look at the lieutenant. Because in that, in that crowd, 
walking away on a broken leg ain't a big yeah, deal. And then I it. saw that story. Oh, he's got two broken legs and he finishes the course. Yeah. 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 Those are those are what those guys are like. Yeah. If you're gonna that's why that's why we do stuff like that, because we just wanna I just wanna hang out with guys like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's you know, because hanging out with guys like that is just exceptional, it's just amazing. And then that makes you want to be like that. Mm. And then, you know, um that's you know that's where all that comes from. That's where all this is going to go. Right now it's fat, soft America, but they're all going to be killed and called. Yeah. But then I mean, the, 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 the remainder, I almost feel sorry for the bad guys. Almost. Almost. Yeah, no, their, their, their spiritual and, and moral fabric is, is on par with, you know, what they can do with a knife. A hundred percent. You talk to those guys. And that's the other thing. Yeah. It, it's expected. If I if you know, broke a leg and got up, it's like that's that's the base level. Oh yeah, that's, that's the, no. Yeah. I we, we would do water jumps. You know, I would never inflate my BCs because if I can't get out of my parachute and get into the rubber boat without inflating my BCs, it's like kind of like I'm panicking. Like, What's the matter with you? Yeah. You know, I'd rather drown under my parachute than pull my BCs because <laughs> yeah. at least when they found it, like, well, at least he didn't pull his BC. You know. Yeah. You just don't do that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah. It's just that's very alien to most of America where they're all, you know, whining about, about everything, but, and then, but, you know, I was going to say, there's also like a detriment. I got to hang out with Dale last summer and we were shooting machine guns and shit. And a couple of our Marine guys. And then there's me who I'm trying to like keep up with them. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not going to stop drinking if they don't stop drinking. And then it ended up with me in the hospital with a concussion. And, uh, and uh so people are like you hung out with dale how'd it go i'm like it began with an m60 and whiskey and it ended with me in a hospital room covered in blood so literally not literally not exaggerating it, it, it ended with me no, no. in the er no so. i i know that story too yes yeah yeah yes. so it's it'll it'll uh no so i i do relate in that sense of like yeah you'd it is, but it, but it is the idea of like you, you work with the material, you become like the material you work with. Right. And it's like the quote of, if you lift iron, you become like iron. If you eat ice cream and cookie dough, you're going to look like ice cream and cookie dough. There is that thing where iron raises- sharpens iron is, is the biblical quote. Yeah, correct. It yeah. does raise you to that level when you're around those people that just do everything better. They're not just a Delta operator, but they also just make their bed. You're like, yeah. I want to be that. And there is that, and you can't take that away. That is correct. You can't take that away. And it's, I mean, ultimately it is all, it's, is rooted. I do believe in, it's rooted in belief in, in, in God of, of not, I mean, I, you know, I've interviewed Clay Martin a million times at Green Beret and uh, yeah, he talks about looking back and he's like, why would those guys in Afghanistan fight us when we had near omniscient technology? And he realizes he's like, because they, they weren't scared of us. They had a, a deeper faith in, in you know, family and, and community and tradition. And it's also, here are the invaders. Yeah, we're probably going to die, but I'd rather die than submit to the invaders. And it's, he was like, you know what? I, he's like, yeah. I get it and I respect it. And Clay's a, Clay's a friend and I've interviewed him. Uh, I, you I know, love Clay. Many times. And, uh, you know, something he said a while back was, um, I fought, I fought Muslims all my life, but I, but I respect, I respect them a lot more than the trannies and metrosexuals. And that's something you find a lot with, 
you know, my dad was a World War II, is a World War II Pacific War uh, Navy veteran, and he took me to a Japanese karate dojo. Uh, and there's a, there, there is a mutual respect uh, because there is a code there. There's a warrior's code, there's a code of war, and they have totally violated that code uh, in all of this. That's why everybody talks about Nuremberg uh, happening uh, again, although it hasn't. Nuremberg won't happen until boots on the ground kill a whole bunch of bad guys, and then you can have trials uh, later on, which is why I don't like the Nuremberg mock stuff they do. Uh, but but that is that is a real important uh, point to come to, and that's what's starting to happen now. Uh, is uh, you know, uh, the people are now realizing. But the homosexual agenda is about the was leading to trannyism, which is leading to uh, grooming and uh, pedophilia. And I have had lots of homosexual and lesbian students, and sure. I've got no problem with them. So it's not so sinning is not evil. Evil is intentional harm. Sinning is missing the mark. And so everybody is a sinner. Sure. You know, and I've had lots of and still do have uh, black belts who are homosexual, and I've had lots of students and black belts that were homosexual lesbian that's not the problem the problem is is where it's moving to intentional harm which is trannyism and grooming of children and more and more people are realizing what that's about uh and when you finally see what that is then you can start to see why uh you know there are times when uh loving is about killing so it's a so what makes us so great is that we are willing to fight, kill, and die for freedom. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of people emphasize the uh, fight part or the die part, but they don't want to emphasize the kill part. But the kill part, the kinetic part is a definite part of that. Sure. Uh, and Clay, Clay understands that way better than I do, you know. Uh, but it's an important aspect of that, but when you are fighting for your children and for your for your for your home, that's very different than fighting for big pharma uh, or fighting for another million dollars or anything like that. Mm. Uh, that's that that will in the end make all the difference. Yeah, yeah. When you know, when that final inch, it's what's going to push you more. And it's yeah, and 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 people that people that criticize like my own hatred of, of indoctrinating kids and grooming them it has nothing to do with, with gay and lesbian. One of my best friends is gay. I mean, truly like I consider him family. I don't give a shit. I don't think that kids should be indoctrinated with anything sexual. I don't think that you should be having the birds and the bees conversation with a seven-year-old because it's a seven-year-old has nothing to do with LG. I don't care. That's creepy. If you are, if it is your agenda to go talk to a child who still has his, you know, first teeth about sex, something's wrong with you. I don't give a shit what kind of sex you're talking about. Something's wrong with you. And I mean, I guess to kind of wrap it up on, man, I mean, was that, that like Pfizer sponsored demonic Grammy shit the other? I mean, could it be more like, here they are it's right there here they are so that was the 
that was real clear. Well, that, was, you know, that, that was, was real clear. That was a little on the right nose. There. I mean, they used to, yeah. I was talking to my buddy last night, and he was like, 20 and years Joe ago. Joe Biden was there, too. Yeah, I was talking to my buddy last night, and he was like, uh, 20 years ago, it was a little more subtle. You had to like look closely, and you'd be like, yeah, look at that flash, and there's a subliminal message, and maybe the stage is a... Pe now it's just like covered in blood with like the hands of like the damned reaching up on Satan. And people are like, well, I think it's artistic expression. It's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, that's yeah, that's watching the plane coming over Hiroshima and being like, yeah, maybe it's dropping candy. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Curtis LeMay. I, I'm imagining that Curtis might be surprised dropping another bomb. Like, all right, man, it's that couldn't be more in your face, but. It does serve a purpose. And it's it's a it's a micro inflection point. It's just another piece in the conscious or the subconscious of the person still on the fence or still not totally awake to what's going on. And that, you know, sometimes you gotta get burned. Uh, and, the, uh, and the other ones, the other ones who think it's art, and I have had for, I have former students who think that is art. They thought the guy with the the black guy that was getting sodomized by the devil who had the blood and the tea in the uh, shoe. Whatever that was, that that was art. I'm like, you have no idea what art is, obviously. But you're, but you know, he's passing out from multiple jabs. He's not going to make it. Now his kid was a student of mine, a nice kid, but unfortunately, that kid probably won't make it uh, either because yeah, he'll end up being sodomized by devil worshippers. It's, uh, but it, but again, the ranks, are, the herd is being called, uh, and uh, on the one end. Uh, Folks are being crucibled and sharpened. On the other end, they're being killed off and, and called. Um, and then to rebuild uh, sincere institutions, not innocent institutions, but sincere institutions, which is all you can expect mm -hmm. in a bureaucracy, and you can't expect any more, uh, you need to have an ethic, and your ethics are founded on your morals. Uh, and our traditional morals are Judeo-Christian native uh, and we will return to that. And then that will eventually, with kinetics, with lots of sacrifice, uh, and with uh, killing, it, that will win the day. Although I'm not advocating illegal, immoral, unethical, or violent. Yeah, yeah, the whole, whole legal disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's the I end of the Pfizer. Yeah, it's because... the end of the pharmaceutical commercial. Yeah. Thomas podcast, North Jeffrey Panther. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get the fucking thing. I'm not, yeah. I'm not, I'm not riding at dawn with Dale. Last time I hung out with him, I couldn't even drink with him. I ended up in a hospital. So I don't know. If somebody ever thinks that I'm a reasonable threat. Hey, dude, the other guys just want to shoot M60s. I'm like, I want to be one of the cool guys. It's just me bleeding <laughs> out and Dale being like, you're not gonna die. And I'm like, my mom's gonna be so angry if I die. And Dale's like, shut the fuck up. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> no, this is it. It's so that's that's my defense. If I if someone ever tries me for inciting violence, I'm like, dude, I, I'm I'm the guy that dies in basic training. Right. I, I'm no, I'm the guy that gets too fucked up and and dies before everyone else goes to basic training. I, I, I die in the celebration. And I understand that my 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 battle space is the podcast. This is where I, this is my this is my this is my machine gun nest. I'm very aware of what I can deliver. And uh, those guys are. So I went through uh, SOT, which is now Sephthalic and Sephardic, which is the surgical shooting schools uh, skills that all SF goes through now. But I, I attached to uh, ODA 742. I was never on an ODA. I was on a B team. 
because uh, I was an MI officer and I always make that clear. Um, but, you know, I was, I was a good shooter and I was fast, but when I would PT with the team, you know, I could hang, but I sure wasn't, you know, putting anybody to shame. Yeah. I mean, those guys are animals. I could stay with them, but, you know, <laughs> I wasn't like leaving anybody in the dust. I, I was just, you know, hanging. And yeah. the first time I deployed as a PSYOP officer uh, was 7th to Honduras. We set up the FOB all week. Uh, and then it was Friday night and they want to go drinking and uh, whoring. And, and the battalion commander decided to have a briefing of the Honduran, the uh, La Ceiba cartel, 4th uh, infantry, a b- boring briefing. And I thought, oh, the guy, these guys, these tough Green Beret knuckle draggers are going to you know, freak out and because they want to go drinking. And they sat through that briefing and they were attentive and they were listening because they were building rapport. And I was a PSYOP officer and I'm like, oh, this is what SS is about. Holy smoke. I want to, I want to do this. These guys are unbelievable. Yeah. These guys are so cool. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I learned having Vince on the cast. And uh, I was always struck by how they so appreciated the Mujahideen. Yeah. And, um, and Vince said, you know, we sat down with Dostrom and his guys, and the first thing he said to us, he broke bread with us, and then he said, hey, we're sorry that our country was used for 9-11. You know, I've never heard that. I was just like, wow. And I could see why these guys, these Green Berets, did so well with these Mujahideen combining these forces, because they were just, you know, all in together with each other. Uh, in on a sincere basis yeah and you get none of that with mattis or miley or pfizer or biden or any of them none of that but when you find that you just go i want more of that yeah i don't care what i got through to get that that's i want more of that i want to live like that i want to be like them yeah there's Uh, a natural magnetic attraction where you're just like this is this is fucking cool like you don't need to be taught it it doesn't matter. You can go through 20 yeah. years of indoctrination of being told being a man is bad. And when you go hang out, there's, yeah, there's just, you're like, this is, oh, you, know, you let a dog outside. You don't need to teach it to go sniff another dog's ass and go, you know, eat a rock. Like, it's just a dog. It's what it's going to do. There's something deep inside you, right? And you're like, you know, you just, you know, and I can only speak as a, as a guy, but no, there's something you're like, oh, I want to be better at everything I do. I want to clean my apartment. I want to be more respectful. I want to be more honest. Like, yeah, that's there. You can't get rid of that. You absolutely cannot get rid of that. They're going to try, and as, as they have tried over the last 10,000 years, but they're not going to. They can't do it. I don't know. But, um, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I was going to say, when I was hang, hanging out with Dale, they are doing, like, sharpshooting on these, like, distant targets. I couldn't, I couldn't hit anything, and finally... <laughs> Dale was like, all right, you don't have to hit the little metal target. He was like, just hit that group of trees. And I was like, okay. And he's like, and you don't even need to use the rifle. And so I got a, I got a, a literal, like a, a mod deuce. And they're like, it's fully automatic. Just hit the trees. And I hit the trees. And he's like, there you go. He's one of us. And I'm like, thanks, good. Had like my little <laughs> pro- propeller hat on with ice cream. It's like, thanks for letting me be part of the team. Like, it was like a make a wish foundation thing. It was, it was like, I got to be one of the guys. The Dale's like, all right. Yeah, you're a man. And I'm like, thanks, Dale. I got the stamp of approval. I'm sure I left there. And he's like, Jesus Christ. But, um, uh, yeah, Dale Comstock. What a machine. I love that guy. But, uh, 
Mr. Prather, thank you so much, man. I always love talking to you. You always have fresh insight and you you have you have a a rare ability that I think is genuinely difficult is to not just be black pilled and not just be blindly optimistic, but to take to take a sober observation of the horror around us and then explain it how God does win. And I, I that's 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 something I, I actually very much so appreciate about you. Anybody can sit around and talk about how bad something is and anybody can stick their head in the sand and just say everything's peachy. It takes a real skill to to wade through the shit and then show you how that's going to become like a, a field of flowers. And that's that's a skill that uh, I will one day take from you and then not not give you credit for. And uh, but not kidding. But uh Thank you so much. I will put your, uh, I'll put your website. I'll ch- guys go check out a show, a uh, Prather point. And um, yeah, man, I'd love to chat again sometime. Obviously. I don't know why I say that. Of course we're going to chat again sometime. What a, what a weird sign off. Mr. Prather. Thank yeah, you so no, much. Man. Love to come back. You're doing great work. Keep it up. Thank, Proud you, of you. Thank you, sir. God bless everybody. God does win. The the demon pedophiles with myocarditis cannot win. They, they, well, they can't even run without falling over. So we got that for us. So with that, Mr. Prather, thank